I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding, That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Happy Friday and happy day after Thanksgiving, or as many people like to call it, Coma Day, or as more people like to call it, <laughs> Friday of Black. Yes. Um, Viernes de Negro. Uh, I don't do, know if that's actually how they... Do you even it. know where the name Black Friday came from? Uh, I do, actually. Really? Because I don't. Please enlighten me. Um, well, I used to know. Let me think about it for a second. Do you want me to pull it up? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Hold on one second. I will look it up. But I thought I knew. I think it has something to do with, like, ancient times. Not ancient times. Ancient times. Black Friday... What do you type in? Origin. origin. Name origin. According to Google, early 17th century. Okay, that's what I thought. The shopping. The shopping census. Wait, what? Oh, it's from the early 17th century as a school slang in the sense Friday on which an examination is held. The shopping sense dates from the 1960s and was originally used with reference to congestion created by shoppers. It was later explained as a day when retailers' accounts went from being in the red to in the black. So, good for retailers, essentially. Okay, so pretty much so, talking about how our, how our bank accounts are terrible, right? Bank, no, no. it's essentially, Retailers' accounts went from it, being in the red to being in the black. Red is bad when it comes to retail. Wouldn't black be even worse? Black is good. Why? This feels very opposite. Red is you're in the negative. Black is in you're in the positive. Wouldn't shouldn't be shouldn't this be Green Friday? Wouldn't shouldn't Green be in you're in the positive? Yeah, no, I don't have a business degree. Okay, well, whatever. Well, if whether you're shopping today or getting over the amount of food you ate yesterday, I know I ate a lot of pie. Yes, that was good pie. I'm though. gonna eat more pie today. Mm-hmm. My, my husband and I baked an apple pie, which my brother-in-law Haley's husband. Uh, rated a 9.8 out of 10 and said it was his number one favorite apple pie he's ever had, which is saying something mm-hmm. because, like, a couple years ago, they got this apple pie from this stranger person. Um, it's not as weird as a No, song. it's not. It's just someone that was, like, hitchhiking a ride with. That's, uh, that's not even that I weird. mean, like, it kind of what it was. Anyway, uh, with, with one of their family members, and he, like, had perfected apple pie. He, like, tried a bunch of recipes. Um, and they, he had an apple pie and gave it to him and they were like raving about it. And it was very good apple pie, but apparently our crust, which is our grandmother's crust, just reigned supreme to some, 
Not to Haley, apparently. She still <laughs> likes the other, the stranger's <laughs> apple pie instead of one made by your Maybe sister. Maybe he with had love. something in there that was like a hypnosis, like poison. It was that full it's of like, LSD. You only will ever love my pie ever again. Um, but today, and, and I mean, we had a good time yesterday, family all together. And we went around and said different things we were thankful for. And I feel like the idea from today's episode wasn't necessarily things that we were thankful for, but taking it in a literary stance, not even stuff of like books that we're thankful for, or even, um, or even like, I think a few years ago we did why we're thankful for books, like mm-hmm. how we got into liking books and you know why that's such a big hobby for us. Um, but today I was like, let's take a new spin. So we're thinking about, and this is obviously not an extensive list, but we each have five characters that came to mind when we thought of these characters have things to be thankful mm-hmm. for. Like as you read their story, like and and memoirs set aside because obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of things usually in a memoir that's really sad, but then they're like on the other side. Obviously they published a book, so that's something to be thankful for. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are characters that like come to mind where it's like maybe because of a friendship or a situation or like a life lesson that they've learned mm-hmm. that they are able to, um, they like, find thankfulness and meaning in their life in a new way. Oh, mm-hmm. I just thought of a new one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw that one in there. And then I have one that I thought was kind of jokey. So I'll just have that one as like for fun. Yes. But anyway, so characters, which we haven't really decided. I don't think for sure what this is going to be titled, but essentially characters that have things to be thankful for that came to our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I will start. So I'm going to be talking about a character from Local Woman Missing by Mary Kubica. See, I was thinking one of us should do something thrillery, and none of mine are thrillers, so I'm glad you picked yeah, that one. Yeah, so I chose the daughter, Delilah. Oh, that's a great person. Yes, so in the very beginning of the book... Now, are these going to be spoilers? No, no, I'm not spoiling at all. Nothing can be a spoiler today? I'm not spoiling. Okay. In the very beginning of the book, it's in the premise of the book, it says now 11 years. So Delilah, when she was six, goes missing. Um, and her mom also goes missing. And another lady goes missing. But Delilah ha- should have tons to be thankful for because 11 years later, she is found alive. So obviously, you know, when you get taken or something like that, there is not always a good ending. But it's kind of like a, like an Elizabeth Smart kind of situation. Or what was that one girl that was gone for like years and years and years and like had a baby and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember Oh, my her gosh. Name. Her name's like on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, it's, it's something like that where it's like beyond. Jean Benet. No. Beyond all <laughs> hope, you think that, you know. Yeah. This person's like, never going to come no back way. to you. Yeah. You're never going to escape this like hellish the, It's kind of like world. a room. Yeah, kind of like room where she, you know, she finds a way. She gets rescued. She's out. She gets she gets brought home, and in that way, she has tons to be thankful for because she's not living in a torturous life anymore. Mm-hmm. The people around her aren't wondering where she is anymore. Um, she's got this, people who yes. are caring for her and trying mm-hmm. to take care, like trying to take care of her, or like try to help her and you mm-hmm. know help her get back to like as much of a real life and normal life as she can. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's the beginning of the book. So there's a lot more that goes on throughout the book. And we learn more about like how her mom goes missing and how the other lady goes missing and all that kind of stuff. Um, But overall, I think the character of Delilah um, has a lot going for her. Mm -hmm. 
That's really good. That's a really good book, too. I really enjoy Yeah, it's a good one. Missing. Um, for me, one of the first characters that came to my mind is a from a book that I love. I think it was in my top books of 2020 last year. Um, but it is In Five Years by Rebecca Searle. And this book is kind of trippy because it's kind of like this this girl has a dream and in her dream she like wakes up in a different apartment with a different boyfriend or fiance in the place and the year is five years in the future from Mm -hmm. where she is at and she's like what is happening and then she wakes up and she's back to her normal life and she's like was that like premonition Mm -hmm. was that just my brain like what was that and so the whole book she's trying to figure out like is my life going to lead to that ending Mm -hmm. or like that experience and and it's also a question like is this a dream too because it's like oh could this just be a dream Mm -hmm. but then she meets the man that was in the five years yeah and so it kind of starts to mess with her a little bit but i would say this her name's danny and i really feel like she has a lot to be thankful for because she just through that process of the the five years of that process um she goes through a lot of ups and downs and there's the way that everything works out in the long run you just walk away as the reader but the character as well with this sense of like gratitude and thankfulness for life and for opportunities and for relationships and um you can just tell that this character goes on quite a journey of of like getting out of her the rut of the life she was in and taking each day as a new gift and trying to live that out, which is really cool. Yeah, I love that book. It was the first book that I read of 2021 um, because we did recommendations of each other. Um, and it was beautiful. It made me cry. Me Two too. years in a row where the first book I read made me cry. You're welcome. Mm-hmm, both from you. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's really good. And it really just helps you to feel more thankful. And honestly, it makes me think of the movie About Time. Mm. And how yeah. that makes you feel so thankful. Like, that should be a Thanksgiving movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes you feel so thankful, full of gratitude for life, and just want to embrace life fully. All right, so my next book, I couldn't find the specific names of the characters I was thinking of in this book. I, I like, scoured for a really long time looking for it because I just read it a little while ago and I don't remember the names. But it's The Last Summer at the Golden, Golden Hotel by Alyssa Friedland. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of it is that these two um, families, the Goldmans and the Weingolds, had created the Golden Hotel during, like, 1980s or early 1960s and blew up in the 1980s Catskills area, Think Dirty Dancing. And we're in modern time now, and they're um, possibly going to be losing the Golden Hotel to this um, casino chain. Um, and the two families have to come together and decide, like, because business is so bad, should we sell the um, Golden Hotel and, like, rake in the profits from that? And this would be the last summer, or do we try and and we don't, but we don't sell and we continue to run the business that's not going so well anymore. Um, and you see this dichotomy between the two families about what choice that they should make. Um, but in the end, whatever whatever happens, I'm not going to spoil. Um, you you get to experience, especially like the old, like the the kind of like the matriarchy and patriarchy of both families. Um, you get to see, like, their memories and what they remember and how grateful and thankful they were for the time that they had, however long or short it was going to be. 
And then you also kind of see these two families come together and become thankful for the place that they bonded over for years and years in the ways that their families have grown together, um, the relationships and romantic relationships that have spurred between them. Um, and it was just like a very good feel good book. Um, and at the very end too, like I won't give any spoilers, but there's this epilogue, um, that's like several years in the future. Um, and it just made me smile and laugh because you see like the generation, like the next generation kind of behaving like the previous generation, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of see that, that's, um, that family line continue. And in a way that's just like, it shows that they're just have made tremendous strides in life. And I don't know, I just remember reading it and being like, "Mm, there's so much to like love about this book and so much to be thankful for in terms of their business and the memories that they share and the memories that they will make. So I, there wasn't like any specific character names I could think of, but just like in general, the the, book. in general, the families, the families, and the thankfulness mm-hmm. of, and their thankfulness for this business that they've had and the memories they have there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Also makes me think of Mrs. Maisel, which you saw. It's been of. described as similar to Mrs. Maisel. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you need to watch that if you've not seen it. I know. Okay. So next, I have a specific character from a trilogy that came to my mind. Um, this is a trilogy that Maddie and I both love. It's called Mark of the Lion, and it's by Francine Rivers. And it's really interesting because it's based in, like, Roman times. And you see a few different people's perspectives. But the bait. Oh, Sorry. And they do yawn. Mm-hmm. The main character, Hadassah, is a slave girl that gets, um, like, shipped over to Rome and, or whatever little... The Roman Empire or somewhere. That at, yeah. yeah. Um, and is a slave to this aristocratic family, and the guy, like, the bachelor of the family as in the marcus marcus as in the the like son of the dad Mm -hmm. you know whatever the eligible bachelor such a player starts to they kind of start to like have a thing like they just feel this connection towards each other and at the end of the first book something pretty dramatic happens. That's why I was it's asking... extremely dramatic. I was asking if we were going to do spoilers or not because it's pretty crazy, but I won't get let me just Let me give you a hint. The series is called Mark of the Lion. There you go. Okay, so anyway. There's your hint. I don't know if some... Okay, anyway. So, there's something crazy that happens at the end of book one. And you can just tell it's like cliffhanger. We had all these... Oh. I started it like late at night or no, early morning. What's happening? Need a coffee. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that next. All of, all of, like, everything kind of ends on this <gasps> moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you are just, like, mind blown. And the reason I'm saying that Marcus is thankful is because in book two, there is a relationship that forms and blossoms and he's able to pursue some things that have really been on his heart and just thankful for overall. He's just very thankful for the life of Hadassah and getting to know her as well, even in book one. So he's just a character that came to my mind because 
if any of those other circumstances didn't line up, he would never have met her. And she really is like the domino effect of mm-hmm. all these different characters and the choices that they make and how their lives are shaped, which is really cool. But I picked him specifically because he's the love interest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think there's a lot when you're looking at that story. It's very intense. It's pretty, like, not graphic, but there's a lot of, like, stuff that hap- that that's very accurate to the time period that, has ha- that happens and stuff like that. Um, but it is something that definitely sticks with you, that storyline, like, you... Don't forget it. Like, anyone who have, who picks it up is like, these characters are amazing. And even if you don't like historical stuff, like, there is just something about these characters that makes them feel so real. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, great job, Francine Rivers. But I think Marcus probably, for the most part, has maybe the most... I don't know if he has the most to be thankful for, but he's got a lot to be thankful for throughout that series. Yeah, for sure. All right, my next book is Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid with the Ooh. character Nina Riva, which I've already said before. She's your favorite. She's, like, one of my favorite literary characters. Um, but Nina has uh, things to be thankful for due to extremes in her life. So she had a father that wasn't always going to be there. He kind of constantly kept coming and going from the family. She had a mother who tried her best but eventually got extremely overwhelmed in her role of a mother of four children. And then Nina, being the eldest was the one that kind of took on a ton of those responsibilities to take care of herself and her younger siblings and then like, try and create a career as a model to then support her family but wasn't around as much anymore and kind of felt this overwhelming guilt and responsibility to care for her family. Why should she be thankful, you ask? Because by the end of the book, Nina just experiences like this understanding of like everything that she had to do, everything that her family had to do, she becomes so thankful that the, the, they turned out that the way that they did. Like she has overwhelming gratitude that she worked hard to get her family, her siblings, where they are. And you can see, because there's this whole party at the end of the book where, or you progressively making it to this party that kind of, like, everything breaks down. Um, but Nina continues to stay strong until, like, one point where she kind of, like, breaks down. And you kind of see how everything that she's ever gone through and the way that she has strived to work hard for her family has really radically changed her and turned her into a different person. Not a bad person, but just, you know, took a little bit of her childhood away from her. Um, But she is over, like, but overall, like, the way that everything turned out, she's thankful that it turned out the way that it did. Um, even though it was hard. So she kind of goes through, like, we've also talked about, like, this could be kind of, like, characters that kind of go through something very life-changing, transforming. And I think just Nina's entire childhood. And just, like, even looking back mm-hmm. and, like, the reflecting of everything, of how thankful she is of, like, maybe things weren't, they weren't easy. Mm-hmm. And she's not thankful for that. Yeah, but, but she's thankful for, it. yeah, she's thankful for her siblings and, and their family and, and the lessons that she learned through those hardships and who mm-hmm. she was, how, like... It just shaped her to who she was at that party and who she was at that time. Mm-hmm. So that is a good book. Next is something a little more lighthearted. Oh, good. Um, and holiday E. This is In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, and this character came to my mind because her name is Maylin Jones. And she is one of those characters where... She gets multiple chances at life. Mm. It's crazy. Well, not at life. At this one. This one family vacation. Mm -hmm. 
And it's like Groundhog Day, if you guys have ever seen or heard of it's that. It's a Groundhog Day mixed with a Christmas romantic comedy Hallmark movie. Exactly right. I think there actually is a movie probably like that out there. Yeah, I'm sure. But this is a book version, and it's awesome. Um, so May is a character that kind of has shied away from her feelings and her thoughts and kind of, like, hid this crush she has had on this guy for, like, forever, like, since they were little kids. And so throughout the course of that vacation and the repetition that she goes through, she starts to kind of become a little bit more bolder in her approaches to this guy but then also in like her conversations with her family and and not because she like is learning the same information kind of over and over she's starting to like shape starting to like shape how the future of the vacation is going to go or how it's going to end or how she like in the process of going back and kind of like having these do-overs over and over it shapes her into a person of like I thought this, you know, like, she's thankful for the opportunity because she loves that vacation and she loves being at that cabin and with these people. But the opportunity to continually do it over and over, I think, allows her to realize, like, okay, this is a really special season of my life, but I'm also excited to look forward to the future as well. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a good, happy medium of I'm thankful for these memories and these lessons I'm learning in the process of repeating repeatedly living these days but once kind of that like quote-unquote spell is broken and she can kind of move past it then she um and then then she's able to be like I am so thankful for that time because I'm where I at today in my life because of all these chances I got like Mm -hmm. like second third fourth chances to Mm -hmm. have a conversation to like chat you know mm-hmm. to chat with somebody to have a conversation to bring up her feelings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I think it's a great book too to treat to teach you like don't take any opportunity for granted. Yeah. Like don't let you know your hopes or your dreams get washed away because you're just too chicken to try. Yeah. All right. So my next book is Faye Far Away um by Helen Fisher and the character I can't remember the name but it's the lady that runs that store. Oh yeah. Um so, this, I mean, this is kind of a little spoiler. I mean, not really. I'll just say it. So, I think about this character all the time. She runs, like, this consignment shop. Um, and in Faye Far Away, the character, Faye, finds a way to t- travel back in time. Her mom um, died when she was really little, so she always misses her. And when she travels back in time, she sees younger her and her mom. Um, I think about a year before her mom dies or something like that. Like, Mm -hmm. pretty soon. Um, And so she ends up, on coincidence, making friends with her mom and kind of making friends with younger her. Um, And so that's always super interesting. But the thing that I thought was just so fascinating in this character that I love so much and I think about all the time, like, man, if I could have what this character had, I'd be so thankful in life. But... Um, there's kind of a mix-up with something that um, Faye loses. And so she goes to this woman and she's like, I need this, but I... Um, no, she wants to buy something. So she wants to purchase something, but she doesn't have money. She's like, I really need this, but I don't have any money. I can give you something that's worth more than money. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, 
what is it? And she's like, I can tell you your future because the lady still owns the shop in phase, in in phase modern time. So she kind of tells her, Hey, this is going to happen with your shop, but you're going to be okay. This is what's going to happen with your family. But I promise after a certain amount of time, you're going to be okay. You're going to marry this guy. You're going to marry this guy. You're going to have a child. This child's going to go missing. He'll be back in three days. Like, you're All not these gonna, little details mm-hmm. that she has known because it's such a small town. Yeah. And so she knows this information. It's like if you live in a small town, it's like, oh, yeah, I know. I know things that happen I to know this person. person. Yeah, I, I, this person's worked mm-hmm. at this store for 30 years. Like, I know exactly, yeah. you know, and, stuff like that. Yeah, and so and then Faye ends up leaving something in the consignment shop because the lady's like, well, that's not worth anything. So she gives her something for collateral. And then back in her modern time, Faye tries to go back to get it because it was stolen um in the past so she speaks to the lady she's like do you have any idea where this thing was that i left with you and the lady was like no but oh my gosh you look just like this blah 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 this lady and she's like i that was me and then the lady explains because of you telling me my future i have never felt worried a single day mm-hmm. she was not worried when her son went missing she when she spotted the man with the same name of the man that she said was gonna be her husband she wasn't worried about that she wasn't worried when their shop was stolen like had stuff stolen from it she spent zero days from that day mm-hmm. worried about anything in life because she said that Faye was her guardian angel looking out for her mm-hmm. and she, and then eventually Faye's like i'm not a guardian angel like i don't know anything that happens past now and the lady's like oh okay now <laughs> now i don't know that everything's gonna be okay from this point on but she is extremely thankful for the worry-free life that Faye gave her for like i don't know like 30 years or mm-hmm. so just this life of no worries and i think about this all the time i was like man i would love for someone in the future hey, just to come and tell me like hey by the way this you. is what's gonna happen because everybody though i know no one really loves the unknown and the, the scary things Except that could happen also yeah then <laughs> to the unknown. um but i just this character sticks out to me always over and over all the time because whenever i'm worried about something i'm always like man if only i could be that lady <laughs> I want to be this old lady. I want to be this old lady that, like, never had any worries because she knew it was going to happen. But I feel like because she had that, that non-worry attitude was so instilled in her that even though she didn't know what was going to come anymore. Yeah. She, she said just, that she still wasn't going to worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very inspiring. I wish I could be that lady. Wow. Yeah. I can't think so of good. being thankful for her. That's an extremely That's pretty, amazing thing to be thankful for. That is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I have to go to something that is like a classic. Um, I am tapping into a series that I have only read one book of, and it wasn't even this book, but everyone should know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about The Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. That is by J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, really? And, yes, it is, <laughs> if you didn't know. And um, the person that I'm going to say is, thank- is thankful is the character is Frodo. Even though he doesn't... It doesn't seem like he actually seems thankful. He has a very interesting journey. And I have not read the books, so shun me if you want. Um, <laughs> and the movies are not... I, I don't even know why I'm talking about this, because I don't even like this series. That is this much. the one that randomly popped into your head? Yeah! No, 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 no. No, this oh, is okay. a different one. Um, but this is one that I thought of, because my husband really loves Lord of the Rings. And I know a good amount about the main characters and i did read the hobbit which is about like frodo's grand or uncle um bilbo so i think frodo has a lot to be thankful for because he has a best friend named sam oh sam Gamgee. that's his last name yeah okay (laughs) sam um and sam 
is Sam I think like the perfect too. example of a best friend sidekick, like someone who will not ever leave your side, no matter what kind of crap you're going through, no matter if you've got like this demon possessed ring around your neck or whatever. Um, I know that's not really how it goes, but you guys know what I mean. Super all powerful. Like you are just not acting yourself. You're, you're not in the right state of mind or even someone that's like going on this adventure with you into the unknown. Into um, the unknown. <laughs> um, so I just think Frodo has a lot to be thankful for in, um, in the friendship of Sam and just his, um, reliability and his consistency and, um, I know just, just his, I can't think of the right word. It's not reliability. I already said that, but in his, um, accountability maybe, or what's the word? <coughs> Bless you. What's the word I'm thinking of? Bless you again. Um, reliability. I already said that. No. Oh. Dependability? That's a good one. Okay. Bless you again. Thank you. Yeah, dependability, but just like that person that you can always go to. There, He's a constant person that is like a very consistent friend. And I think everyone deserves to have a very consistent friend like, like that. Like your sissy? Yes. <laughs> but that's different. They're, they're not related. You don't know this. All the hobbits could be related. I don't know. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think Frodo has a lot to be thankful for in Sam. Because he also helps him destroy the ring. He, like, climbs up this Spoilers. crazy... Oh, gosh. No, it's fine. Whatever. I, he, like, climbs up this crazy <laughs> volcano thing and, and, like, is protecting him and watching him is there for him and helps him get rid of the ring. Anyway. All right. Okay. I have one more. And then my little goofy one. And okay. you have... I have one. one so do more. you want to do another one and then your goofy one? Or do you want to save your goofy one for... Right after you do yours. What would you rather? I don't care. Either way, you're going to go twice in a row. That's true. I'll just go. Yeah, you just go. So, House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Clune. And the character is Linus Baker, who's the main character. So, Linus Baker. I'll just, like, describe. It's He's kind of, like, social worker for, like, orphan homes that are full of magical children. Yes. Um, and he's like the best of the best mm-hmm. in the sense of he's very neutral. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really connect to anybody. Mm-hmm. He's not negative. He's not positive. He just does consistent. his job. <laughs> he's very consistent. <laughs> he does his job. Reliable. He, he's reliable. He's dependable. <laughs> he, he, he's, he doesn't feel really remorse or any... I mean, he's not a bad person, but he doesn't feel remorse when he has to shut down an orphanage if they're not doing things right. Mm-hmm. He's just doing his job. He interviews the kids. He thinks if they're, it's a good one, it like stays open, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, the head people in charge of this seek him out specifically because he's so removed from his notes. He's not overly invested and his their goal is they're going to send him to this really crazy one, this crazy home for kids um, that's run by this really crazy, rambunctious dude. And nobody has really been able to survive there because the kids are just ridiculous. They're children. You know how children say, like, the silliest things? Mm-hmm. They're like that, but then they're also, like, not humans. So yeah. they're, like, weird. One's, like, just, like, a, a form. Mm-hmm. Um. And apparently, like, just they've tried people in the past and no one's been able to do it successfully. And so they think Linus Baker will be the best because he's so 
just neutral. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Linus actually goes and he tries to remain very neutral. There's even the Antichrist there Mm -hmm. as a child. Um, And so he's initially actually pretty spooked by all the kids. And he doesn't know if he can actually fulfill his job duties. Um, but, um, as he continues to get to know them, he learns that they're just, they're just kids. They're kids that say silly things and do silly things and have imaginations. And one's like a gnome and one's like a fairy and they're just, they're cute kids. I don't remember. I don't think so. (laughs) I think if it was F.A.E., I would have closed the book. Um, and then the, the man who takes care of them, he treats them just like his own, like they were his own children Mm -hmm. and they go and have fun together. They go and meet all the villagers who hate them and get ice cream and want to do projects together and it's just like this fun cozy read but you eventually get to see that linus starts to break down his barrier um and in the end of it all why do i keep saying this with all the books in the end um well as he grows he becomes so thankful of the experiences and the journey that he had staying at the home with them and learning more and more about just to be carefree and to actually have emotions and show them and and care for somebody else outside of just doing his job. So he has a pretty radical transformation from the man you see in the beginning of the book to the man in the end. Um, I just think he does a really, he just does a really great job of showing um, how you can grow as a person um, and how you can also just learn to accept um, those around you who may look different than you mm-hmm. or act different than you. Um, so Linus Baker, Hawesome Cerulean Sea. That's great. Okay, so my last official is The Midnight Library by Matt Hogg. This is the one that came to my mind as I was describing a character. Like at the oh, beginning. my gosh. I like, so I have already raved before about how much I love this book. But it's, it's so essentially good. about this girl who gets a second chance at life, like for real. For um, literal real. But she gets a chance kind of in between her old life and getting the second chance. She gets to kind of try on the potential different lives that she could have had or used to or almost had if she would have made different decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, So if she's like, well, if I would have pursued my swimming more, I could have gone to the Olympics. I know I could have. What would that life be like? Mm -hmm. So then she pops to what her future is as an Olympian and like going to these talk shows and doing all these things and seeing like, she's like, well, maybe I'll feel fulfilled if. I shouldn't have turned that guy down from that date Mm -hmm. because there was something about him. Maybe that was good. Or maybe I shouldn't have broken off my engagement. Or maybe I, like, what about, like, all these just, like, regrets that she has. And she's able to kind of cross them off. Like, oh, I used to really be into, what is it, something, like, with the Arctic? Oh, she wanted, she was, like, into, like, Arctic biology stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like, oh, I should have pursued that. And then she gets to try on the skin of, the Nora, who is, like, this phd you know, mm-hmm. biologist mm-hmm. person. So, and, and really it just gives her those chances to be like, okay, if any of these feel like they're sitting correctly with me, I can keep living in this life. Like, I don't have to hop out anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the beauty of this story is just how she's able to walk through all of those things. And um, I won't give a spoiler away, mm-hmm. but she does in the end, mm-hmm. make a decision mm-hmm. whether to tr- keep one of those skins on or those lives on or get a second chance at the life that she was currently living. Um, and she does, she does decide 
And you can just tell as her character, she just has this fresh take on life, fresh perspective of of her surroundings and her um, life choices and where she's at and the people she interacts with and her family and just so many things that like things that weighed her down or she was frustrated about before now she just views life in such a new way so she just has a lot to be thankful for to have literally that second chance um which is just really beautiful so 100% love this character very very much Nora from Midnight Library just a fantastic book in general uh fantastic um, but anyway, so my, my joke, your joke you on, this was one I had for real until I thought of that one. Um, obviously, you know who I think is a very thankful character. I think Jacob is a really thankful character. Oh, don't say it. From Twilight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I mean, he wanted Bella for so He long. wanted one of Bella's eggs. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> so he wanted Bella, but what he really wanted was his, her daughter. Uh-huh. So he's thankful for Bella and Edward's relationship. In the end of in it all. In the end, because that brought Oh my gosh! Can you? He still has to wait till she turns eighteen. You think about that, right? I know, but that doesn't take that long. She's like grows very quickly. I don't think her age changes. Not true. Does she grow go through years? Uh huh. How? Sure. I think she just gets bigger. No, she's not like a baby that's walking around like like a ten year old. No, but I think she can be ten years old looking, and I think she's still one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't think he has to wait till she's actually eighteen in real life years. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, that was my jokey. Jacob. That was funny. That's a good one. Thank you. Renesme. All right. Are you wearing two different socks? Yes. Oh. I usually double up on my socks in the winter. Intriguing. I'm wearing zero. Well, I took yours. Just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. So um, I hope you guys can find books that, you know, characters who you find thankful for. They, that find things that they're thankful for or feel, make I, you feel thankful. Yeah, because in the in the process of you reading these characters and then coming to terms with some of these situations, it allows you to reflect on your own life and be thankful for that situation for them, but also things in your life as well, situations that you might be going through. Mm-hmm. Just kind of puts those gratitude glasses on and then you're like, wow, life is really pretty awesome mm-hmm. and you need books like that or movies like that to really just kind of spark your joy more mm-hmm. that's Definitely. why i like to watch about time every once in a while it makes me cry like a baby but in the end of it all you know that one scene where him and his wife are in the bed and then he yeah. gets out of bed and then yeah. he, ah so good ah so good okay anyway so Haley, what are you reading right now i am trying to finish up i wanted it to be done already but i'm trying to finish up i've got 200 pages billy summers by stephen king you already know. Yeah, I know. I looked at your Goodreads. <laughs> Billy Summers by Stephen King. Um, I am really enjoying this read, but it, it has, I forget with his books, the main story isn't always like going to take up the entire book because their books are so big. Like his books are just very thick. And so. Gargantuan like, is a good word. The first like half of the book is this one storyline that you know for sure. And then you're like just following the character in the like, like post-domino effect of the main story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting. It took an interesting turn. Um, so it's it's really good at just with the holiday and everything like that, it's been hard to try to get my um, get my 100 pages a day is usually my goal. Get that in. So Did you, did you get that book? I did. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, anyway, sorry, that was a side note. Um, yeah, that's what I'm reading. So what are you reading? 
I'm reading. Oh, there's glass on me. Oh, see? You weren't supposed to walk in. It was on my knee, sir. Sir. Jumped up at you. Apparently. I broke something earlier, hence why there was glass on me. All right, anyway. I am reading. Well, I finished a book last night because we are recording this on on Friday. Um, I did finish a book last night, which was so good. Gave it five stars. You can see it. It's on Maddie Reed's lot right now. I'm glad you liked it. But I'm now going to be starting. Can you see why it was? I don't know why it wasn't in the top five. I know. It's so good. Really don't know why. Anyway, now um, I'm going to be starting A Little Hope by Ethan Joella or Joella or however it's pronounced. I've heard it's extremely sad. Your favorite. I know. I'm ready for it. It's like a community of people. I know you make fun of me now that I'm getting a book about a community of people, but it's about a community of people and like they're all just like small stories about all their little tragedies. And I've heard it's very, very sad. So we'll see how that goes. Yes. But that's what I'm going to be reading. Well, I'm glad you're reading that because that's not the life I'm living right now. I don't want to be reading. You're like, it's going to make me so thankful. I want to read something that sparks joy. <laughs> now I'm going to go read a book that's going to make me cry. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. The two extremes. Yeah. All right. Well, hope you guys can find some great books to finish off the new year. Sorry, not that. To finish out this year before the new year. Mm -hmm. Get as many books as you can get done. Put them on your Christmas list. That's what we've been doing. And I know what book I'm looking forward to most from my Christmas list. What book? What? Just say it to me. You have like bajillion on there. A line to kill. Duh. Oh yeah, line to kill. How are you not most excited about that one? I am. I'm excited. We're about hoping. That one. We're hoping. I think we've gotten his books for Christmas like every year for a while. Well, if we don't get them, we can just go buy them ourselves. Yeah, we'll go day of. Day of Christmas. Day of Christmas. I don't yeah. think stuff will be open. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, you guys. Well, hope you guys have a, had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you celebrate it, and have you have a wonderful weekend full of reading. So thanks mm-hmm. for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Bye.